up from the 35th chamber. It's your boy Sean the Stampede for another episode of the 35th Chamber podcast. It is Wu Wednesday, which means a new episode of Wu Tang and American Saga has dropped. Uh, this season, we're going to do a little something different. I'm going to recap every episode, and we're going to start with episode one. This one is called Little Ghetto Boys. Now, the setup is right after, it's, you know, some months after Bobby and D-Lover escaped New York with Re after Bobby shot Attila for stealing his music. Bobby hosts a party in Steubenville, Ohio at their trap. His girl's ex shows up, up, but him and his crew, including D-Lover, make quick work of that problem. Um, he's later confronted by a dude when he's dropping Shorty off and shoots him. Only this time, dude goes to the cops and it lands Bobby in jail. D-Lover and Ree talk about the impending birth of their son. He's completely, you know, just rage-filled, driven by revenge. And him and their new partner go to go cop a few guns from an obviously racist gun store owner. Or it may have been a pawn shop. Either or. There's some racist douchebags. But meanwhile, Bobby's mother is working to secure him a lawyer who takes an interest in the diversity of his record collection. The lover continues running the trap. They're selling a really high quality product secured from UGOD uh, that's being brought in by ASON uh, who's driving back and forth to New York Work for them. But because of this, they're drawing eyes and they're drawing hate from the other dealers, including Bobby's ex Bobby's girl's ex, who's also, you know, a local dealer. But they can't meet their product or their prices, so they want to take them out. Oh, so they end up plotting on them. Bobby meets with the lawyer, who decides to take on his case. And soon after, D-Lover is ambushed at the trap and ends up getting shot, grazed on his neck when they're trying to bring the bail money. Ms. Diggs and Rhea waiting to hear about these conditions, but of course, the medical establishment treats black people like shit. And... Re triggered by the stress goes into early labor. All right, he Dennis wakes up to news of his newborn son. Back in the jail, Bobby doesn't want help from his stepfather or his mother, and he turns down their offer. But a butterfly he'd been watching. Start out as a caterpillar and watched it kind of cocoon itself. Emerges and it's very, you know, symbolic for him. And he watches it fly away. And decides to accept the help from his family. Get out and make the change that he needs to make in his life. Kind of contrived, but really good writing nonetheless. 
After visiting his sister, D, and his new nephew, who named Infinite, Bobby returns home, spends some time with his younger brother bonding over music, telling his brother that he hadn't finished a number of the songs that he has had kind of in the cut. And, you know, what you get here is he's really still in crisis over the Prince Rakim deal going sour and things failing. Um, and he's trying to refine that passion. But for right now, selling dope pays the bills. It keeps him comfortable. So he does what he knows. But what's great about this show is that you find out that it's all about redemption. It's all about transition. And... Everybody is going through it in one way or another as they kind of head towards this climax of everybody making that final transformation into their superhero personas, the Wu-Tang Clan. But the failure obviously haunts them and keeps on as his trial begins. It cuts between flashbacks as he recites a poem. And this was a really good way to keep from like reshowing us what we had already seen. And what we already knew. And obviously, you know, he's triumphant. He beats the rap. Dude on the stand gave a horse shit story. Nobody bought it. it. Bobby gets off. Everybody celebrates. Yay. But now the real action begins. And we're going to see Bobby transcend into the RZA in what I suspect is the next couple of episodes. Now, they dropped three episodes last week. Um, I've watched all three, but I'm only going to drop one of these every week. I absolutely love this show. I didn't think I would love it at first, but the writing is sharp. It draws you in. Um, the way they wrote Bobby, the way I got him speaking this year is a little weird. The the kid that plays him, um, Ashton Sanders, uh, I believe he was in Moonlight. Hey, real talented dude, but the way they have him speaking this year in this season is just kind of weird. Like the like the rhythm of his speech changed up a little bit. Um, Sadiq Saunderson as D Lover. Uh, um, aka Ghostface is you know as electric as ever he brings that same energy and it's going to be real interesting to see what comes next because one thing I really loved about last season was that I didn't know that most of the clan were from different projects different hoods and they were essentially all like a good number of them were beefing at one point like Rizza was the like even though he was down with his you know even though he was obviously down with Divine's camp like he knew he knew Shaw aka Raekwon he's best friends with D Lover so what happens to get all of these disparate forces Together, and that's going to be what's really interesting about the upcoming episodes. Uh, you know, this is a short one. 
Follow me, 35th Chamber Pod, um, on Twitter, 35th Chamber Podcast on Instagram. You know, like, subscribe, you know, show us some love. And yeah, this was Woo Wednesday's first edition, Little Ghetto Boys, Wu-Tang and American Saga Season 2, Episode 1. And check us out, tell us what you think. And I've been Sean the Stampede, a.k.a. Sean Stampede on Twitter. And you'll hear from me next week. Peace.